Ever wondered what Two Brains ramp-up program can do for your gym business? Florida gym owner Billy Gorham will tell you right after this on Two Brain Radio. Back to Two Brain Radio in just a minute. Chocket Pro is a fitness app designed and built by gym owners for gym owners to solve annoying problems that make running a gym hard. It's an all-in-one app that manages your members, including remote members. It also takes care of programming and it will help you keep clients engaged for longer. Use Chocket Pro to increase value and build your bottom line. Add more personal training and remote coaching clients, build a thriving community through social engagement, and save loads of time on the back end. Do all this with one app, not three or four. Get your free trial at chocketpro.com. We're back on Two Brain Radio. It's Mike Workington here broadcasting through an antenna mounted to a squat rack. We bring you the best of the fitness biz every week, and we always max out on biz tips. So please subscribe for more episodes of Two Brain Radio. Today, we're talking ramp up. Here's an incredible stat. 93% of gym owners recoup their investment in this mentorship program in less than 12 weeks. Ramp up is Two Brain's 12-week sprint that will help you master the fundamentals of the gym business one-on-one with a mentor who runs or has run a successful gym. It's designed for owners who want to improve their gyms or entrepreneurs who are less than three months from opening. I did this program about four or five years ago, and it turned my fitness business around. The program has only improved since then as Tubrain has acquired more data and constantly upgraded the content. Today, a gym owner who recently completed Ramp Up will give you his thoughts on the program. Billy Gorham of CrossFit North Jacks is on the line from Jacksonville, FLA, the Sunshine State. All right, Billy, welcome to the show. The first question is super important. Uh, are you a Gators or Seminoles fan? Neither. <laughs> really? You're the only guy in Florida. I'm a Boston College fan. So, okay. Did you, uh, are you from Boston originally? Yes, sir. Okay. So then it doesn't really matter that much. So, Boston College is, uh, is your team. So, no Gators, no Seminoles. No, nope, don't care one way or the other. There you go. I didn't know that was possible in Florida, but you are the guy. So, we're going to get right into business here. Talk to me, broad strokes, right off the top. How dramatically did your business change uh, over the course of the True Brain ramp up? Uh, Pretty dramatically. I mean, we went from, you might as well say we were like a garage style gym to actually being a premium health and fitness center. I mean, it was that type of a leap. Wow. That, that's, you know, that's dramatic. And like, we kind of, you know, my gym, we made that transition over a period of years, but certainly not over, you know, the ramp up period. How long did it take you to get through the ramp up? Um, I, I think I didn't go through terribly fast. Um, I really focused on the systems so I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I didn't even, I'd say a couple months. Yeah. And that's, um, people, some people do it in 12 weeks. Some people just, you know, go through it. It kind of depends on the pace that works for the owner. Uh, but in general, it's not like a year long thing where people grind through it. Some people, of course, you know, take a lot longer, but uh, it's a pretty dramatic, fast sprint. It's set up to be a sprint, right? And you did in a couple of months and saw a dramatic change. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what your business was when it started. Now, I understand it wasn't something that you, you set up as a, as an income generator, but then you wanted to change it into a business. So tell me a little bit about what your original conception for the gym was and what it turned into. Well, (laughs) my original conception for the gym, I didn't start this gym. I actually became a partner of this gym. So when I became a partner with the gym, I wanted to, you know, improve the processes and it just, I didn't feel right as far as what we were doing, as far as a business. Again, it felt like a hobby. It was like, you know, friends over, we just happened to charge them for using our, our facility. <laughs> okay. um, it's really, that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like we had a direction. We didn't have a plan. We didn't have a vision. I mean, basically we just existed and it, it didn't feel like a business. When I bought my partner out last year, right before COVID went down, um, 
you know, I really wanted the whole reason I bought my partner out is because I wanted direction for the business. I feel like we are in a pretty good place to be able to help a lot of people. And I didn't think we were going to do that with our current dynamic. So, uh, yeah, two brain has been a big part and is going to be a big part in the future of us being able to provide those types of services to people in our area. Did you feel like, right. You know, you, you buy a gym right before COVID and then COVID hits. Did you feel like that was like a mistake all of a sudden, or how did that, how did that kind of wash over you as that happened? Um, I'm pretty good with finance. So I, I did the numbers really quick and I was like, all right, even if I don't have any members for the next nine months, um, we, we can keep the doors open as where I could pay the rent. I could pay all the minimum things. We didn't have a huge overhead. So, um, I didn't have a lot of coaches or anything else like that. So it kind of sucked, uh, to be honest with you. I, um, but sitting down looking at it, I was like, all right, well, whatever, what can I do with this time? And that's actually when I got involved with two brain. Um, I, we were all shut down and I was like, I don't have any systems in place and I don't even know where to start. So let's start looking around and I'll be honest with you. I have no idea how I even end up with, ended up with two brain. I'm very thankful that I did. Uh, because just as soon as I saw the roadmap, I was like, yep, this is it. This is what I want right here. I'll take credit then. And I'll just say, you must've listened to an episode of two brain radio and couldn't, couldn't resist <laughs> and signed up. So let's just go with that. Is that cool? That sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I ask you the question is that uh, I've talked to a a lot of different gym owners or former gym owners, uh, some who had purchased gyms right before COVID and were like, whoa, you know, this is a crazy time to buy a gym. And then I talked to other ones who had sold right before COVID and saw it like as a stroke of luck in some ways. But it's, it's just interesting because it's kind of what you make of it. And we've also seen gyms over the COVID period do really incredible things, despite the fact that there's a lot of government restrictions in a lot of places. If you don't mind, tell me a little bit about what's, what's your background? Like you said, you had a good financial uh, situation going on. How did you, how did you get into business in the first place and how did you have things set up to some degree so that you'd be sustainable even during COVID? Oh, wow. Uh, that's, that's going to be a long question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I retired from the Navy in 2012. Uh, I haven't, I, my background is actually electrical engineering. So I worked as an engineer for about four years, got involved with CrossFit because I was too fat. (laughs) Okay. Uh, got my, I, I really fell in love with the science behind movement and kinematics. So I got my level one. I actually quit my job as an engineer, um, went back to school for physical therapy. And through all this time, I've always been a big believer in finance. So I've always been smart, relatively conservative with my money. Uh, I invest a lot. I don't uh, in the stock market mostly. Um, And it's just, you know, periodic things that I did over time that allowed me to have opportunities when they presented themselves. And that's how what I preached to a lot of people. So when the opportunity presented itself to be able to be part owner with the gym, I jumped on it. Um, and then when the opportunity came to buy my partner out, um, I didn't hesitate because I didn't feel like we were going to move forward. But that's kind of like the abbreviated version of how we got to where we're at right now. Okay, so we'll, we'll have you back for a second show. And we're going to talk about Ethereum and Bitcoin and you can give us all your tips, right? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this you're doing the ramp up program you say you're not sure why you signed up uh or you don't recall the exact thing that made you do it but what was the first moment when you were in the program and you knew that it, it was working and that you hadn't wasted your money i'll be honest with you i knew as soon as i saw the roadmap i mean i had no doubt we hadn't even made an extra sale or anything else like that but as soon as i saw the roadmap i was like yeah this this is exactly and then just going through all the processes and actually have a lead nurture and what that actually meant and having metrics within the first month of actually having metrics and being able to grade myself i knew it was well worth the money um it was is well worth the time well worth the money even in the first month even though i really hadn't in that first month hadn't made 
we were still in lockdown. So I hadn't made any big changes or anything. The biggest change came in June when we hit our third highest grossing revenue ever just coming out of COVID. And I'll be honest with you, if I had my system set up now, had them set up last June, it, we would have doubled our revenue just because our wow. front end was really low. So um, we, we, we've improved systems since then. But definitely that first month coming out of COVID, it was like just you know big aha moment. Like, yep, this is it. I'm going to ask you this. And I often jump in and I give listeners the explanation of what the roadmap is. I will, I'd love to hear you describe it because you came into it and took a look at it and saw this new system. Could you describe what the roadmap is to listeners? Just like it sounds, if you're going to have a map to get from point A to point B, um, and I'm going to outline specifically everything that it's going to take you to get from this destination to another. Um, it's, it's that way of looking at it. And I like that because here you have this metric. All right, meet this metric. These are the things you have to do to meet this. That's another cool thing when you click on certain aspects and it brings up the, the education aspect of it. You can work with your mentor about the specifics for your particular situation, but you have metrics. And when you meet that metric, all right, cool. I've met this line. Now I move up to the next. So it gives you these constant goals to shoot for. Uh, very similar to what we do in a regular gym when we're, we're working with clients. We give them achievable goals, the small little nuggets that you can hit each time. And I really, really fell in love with that because it's just, it was really easy to see progress. And so the roadmap is divided into six broad categories, but within them, there are all sorts of different highways, we call them. And it can be something like, you know, membership retention is one of the big ones that we, or getting more members. But then within that, there's all different ways that we'll teach people to do stuff. Tell me, what was your biggest area of focus on the roadmap? Was there one section, like you maybe mentioned that it was like kind of your, your systems and operations. Was that the main area of focus when you started Ramp Up or was it something else? Uh, my main area of focus was one, just making sure I wasn't wasting my time doing things that I don't need to be doing. Uh-huh. Two, uh, really developing a member experience that is truly unique in in the industry and then three which led into the client journey the initial client journey right writing that out and then our client journey for our two three four five plus year members and really focus that's where and that still is my focus i'm still refining that but those are the two things that i had big gaping holes and i had no way to know if what we were doing was working uh the sales part of it, I guess a lot of people struggle with that. I was actually pretty good with it. I just didn't have a good system in place. So once we put a good system in place, oh, wow, I got this follow-up. I got this. I got this. And you know, next thing I know, my, you know, my set show and close rates go through the roof. So... Yeah. And, and the reason I kind of asked about that is the, the roadmap is gigantic. Like it's, it's something like 480 or 600 squares and each square that you click on has specific instructions to grow an aspect, like a very specific aspect of your business. And that can be overwhelming. But the idea is that you're not supposed to go through just every single thing. You're supposed to work with a mentor to target the things that are holding your business back. The greatest, you know, the, like it's the worst parts of your squat, so to speak. Exactly. And then we're going to push the knees out. And after that, we're going to get the chest up. And after that, we're going to get the weight in the heels. And it's going to give you very specific stuff. And Chris Cooper, uh, Two Brain Founders, referred to it as a toolbox in a lot of cases. And it is that where you might not have to go through every single part of the roadmap, but you can definitely pick and choose with your mentor the ones that are going to make the biggest difference. You mentioned client journey, and that is such a huge one. And we've done so many shows about this with uh, on Two Brain Radio. Gym owners finding that the more that focus they focus on their client journey, that's from like from the very first day that a client signs up to the day that that client leaves, and hopefully it's like a 10-year window or more, they find that when they focus on that, the clients stay around longer and they get better results. Had you heard of a client journey before this or was it no. something that was brand new? That was, that was totally, 
I, I kind of had a vague concept of it, but nothing definitive like it is laid out for us with the roadmap. Yeah. And I didn't either. And that, you know, like for me, it was like, well, you sign up because you want to do Fran and hard workouts and then you just stay forever. And that was my fairly Excellent. brutal client journey, <laughs> you know, and it worked for a few people, like for a few early adopters, uh, you know, maybe some of your Navy SEAL buddies uh, in the service, they, that probably was the concept, but for some yeah. of us, not the same thing by any, or for some other people, it's not the same thing by any means because they have different goals. They're not necessarily there for CrossFit and Fran. They're there for, you know, weight loss, things that we never even thought about. So give me a little snapshot of your client journey. Like who is your avatar that you're speaking to? For the most part, for the most part, our avatar is female, married, between thirty and fifty years old, um, looking to lose weight, stay healthy. Um, most of them are looking to lose weight, uh, but most of them are just trying to add a little bit something to their lives because they can't keep up with their kids or they can't keep up with their grandkids. Is typically so that kind of fits the niche. Seventy percent of our members are female, so uh, we really had to change our onboarding process to account for the fact that these are our typical members in our particular area. Hey guys, it's Chris Cooper. Your members are buying supplements somewhere, so they should buy them from the person who cares about them the most, you. And you should work with my friends at Driven Nutrition. Jason Rule and the Driven team put customers first every time. They've got a ton of products with high margins and they'll even train you so your retail program adds revenue to your business. Kirk Hendrickson from Iron Jungle CrossFit says, Driven Nutrition has some of the best support I have seen from any company we've partnered with. To make more money with supplements and retail sales, visit drivennutrition.net. Now back to the show. I love that you know that right off the top of your head and you can just rattle off who your exact client is. Uh, and again, that doesn't mean that every single person is exactly the same, but in general, if you're speaking in marketing or whatever, that's kind of who you're looking for. And it's really cool that you can do that because a lot of people didn't, don't have a clue and still to this day, you know, can't figure out who they're speaking to, which means you're not speaking to anyone. You're just kind of yelling in the parking lot. So you know exactly who you're talking to. Uh, talk to me a little bit about growth metrics and you shared some of those already, but do you have any that you wouldn't mind sharing about how your business is doing before, from before ramp up to now? Sure. Um, we can do this a couple of different ways. I have a few different numbers written down. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest things to show people is just gross revenue. So my 2019 prior to COVID and everything else like that, it took me nine months to reach 84,000 in gross revenue. Yeah. In 2020, it took me nine months. Again, mind you, we were shut down for two months. So we took us nine months, but two months, uh, Four months of those was with Two Brain, and we probably wouldn't have hit. It probably would have taken us all year, and we wouldn't have hit eighty thousand. Uh, this year, we're already surpassed eighty-five thousand. Um, four months in, so that's probably the biggest as far as gross revenue goes. Um, I sat down with Russell and I asked him. I, I seriously was asking this question. I was like, I really think we can hit two hundred, but I feel like I'm being greedy. We've never hit more than one hundred and twenty-two. Um, is that even reasonable? You know, is that is that something we can really shoot for? And he, you know told me to do it and set it up and we made a plan for it. So that's the biggest thing. I uh, went from 55 members. Now this was last year, uh, right around COVID time to about 130 members. Now wow. uh, the biggest change is our arm was 94, uh, roughly 9450. Uh, our arm last month was 190. So those wow. are some numbers to just kind of throw by you and everything that the, the podcast, the, the, um, the live that, the live shows that Chris does or the, the, the mentors do and stuff like that. I got a lot of good information. The, the roadmap is great and I, it's well worth the time and effort put into it. 
but equally as great is those live shows. I've learned, so I got to stop watching them because I come up with new <laughs> ideas every time I watch it. I'm like, I, I can't do everything at once. I got to you know, prioritize. Yeah. And these are our office hours uh, that we have for two brain clients in our private Facebook group. And then sometimes Chris also does public webinars that uh, help everyone. And our, our clients usually have that info already, but they're certainly welcome to join in. I want to point out a couple of things in your metrics that I thought were really cool. First of all, you mentioned a, a, a huge member increase, which is awesome, but it's not awesome if you know, you're just focused on increasing members and they're all paying you too little. And I mean, that you could get to 300 members or 500 members and, and we've seen the data that supports this. You get these huge member totals, but you're not making any money because their membership rates are too low. There's too many discounts and things like that. So you had an increase in members and an increase in average revenue per member, which means that everything is going well at that point. So that's, that's a really cool one because if you have one and not the other, it doesn't always work. I mean, I think if I was, if I was going to do it again, I would target increased ARM first, ARM, average revenue per member, and then more members. And if you do both, it's like a force multiplier, right? Like you probably saw your revenue, like you said, just skyrocket because you were increasing members at a higher rate. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, it really. Uh, yes. To answer your question is yes, that is very correct. It just, it ballooned. It went from, Hey, we're trying to hit 15 K let's, Oh, we were close. We were close. Next thing I know we hit 24. I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay, wow. Um, and that was really kind of going on one of the one of the live event or the live things, the uh, office hours where they talked about doing uh, the hybrid and really kind of got a good idea of what that actually meant. So I started during my consults. I'm the only one that does the NSIs right now, unfortunately. But during that, I, t I give people three options for whatever it is. Two of those options, options offer our personal training almost always it, it, 75% of the time, I should say, people are taking the middle option, which always has at least one personal training session. And that was probably the big caveat to, to really jump us forward. And I've heard this from so many members, or sorry, from so many gym owners now, that the thing that's helping them drive up their average revenue is a hybrid program that has some personal training and some group fitness, because it's the best of both worlds. You get the camaraderie of working on a group with your peers and having and cranking the music and sweating, but you also get that personal connection and personal attention that's going to tailor things exactly to what you need in your goals. And then of course you can tackle as many personal training sessions as you want. And some people just prefer personal training, but that is a higher value service. So the concept, I mean, let me ask you this. Did before you worked with two brain, did you only run or predominantly run group classes? Oh yeah. We had no personal training. Like if yeah, I did personal too. training, it was once I had, I had one personal training client in the last five years up until last 12 months. Isn't that incredible? What percentage do you think your business is of personal training now? Right now it's 10.8%. Yeah. So that's a, that's like a whole new revenue stream. And the oh, yeah, best part yeah. is it's a high end revenue stream. Our goal is to get to 20%. That's our next goal. Our goal was, and really I need another coach to be able to do it because my head coach's schedule is so filled up. And it's interesting. It's, it, it's a, it's a snowballing type of thing. People see a schedule is booked up. So they're like, Oh, let me get in when I can. Yeah. And so it just, it's blown up. I really need to create another person just like him so I can accommodate. And we had a, we just finished an internship with another coach and hopefully I can fill her schedule up too. And that's another square on the roadmap. We'll teach you how to hire and fire people if needed, but, or promote them to uh, other roles. I'm going to ask you one other question related to your metrics that you talked about. You talked about gross revenue. How did profit margin change or did it stay the same as you added gross revenue? Uh, my profit margin uh, here recently has gone up to, I had the numbers in my head. I don't have them specifically. They're well over 33% right now. Okay. So um, that's the big one. That's what I was yes. curious about. My, my, uh, my monthly expenses had gone up too, obviously, but the biggest change is the amount I'm able to pay 
my coaches. So that I needed to get closer to 40 and I'm still trying to get closer to 44% on that, believe it or not. Um, my goal, my goals for this year were to provide the best membership experience possible to my members and provide a, a place and opportunity for people, for coaches to actually make a real wage that didn't exist in our gym prior to meeting with two brain. So I have a head coach now that's making, you know, on average about $4,000 a month. So nice. now I want to duplicate him and do another one and have somebody making about that, which in Florida, 48 grand a year is pretty decent. The reason Unless I ask, Miami. <laughs> right, with the next to LeBron, right? <laughs> the, uh, the reason I ask is we're never going to throw gross revenue numbers at people without putting them in context because it's very easy. Oh, our business grows is a million, but if there if your expenses are a million too, you're losing money, and that means nothing. So I love to exactly. ask gym owners, you know, what is your what's what's your profit like in there? Because a lot of us, and I was guilty of this back in the day of running a business that you know broke even, and you're driving up your gross, but it's not actually paying you any more money. And it's not creating careers for people because there is no extra money. So I love, I love that you've got those numbers in your head. And guys, if you're listening out there and you find that, you know, your revenue is, is growing, but you're not making any more money, there is an issue and we can help you figure out what that issue is so that you can pay yourself more. Uh, what's the plan for the business going forward? Now, you mentioned a few things specifically, like increasing uh, PT to t- you know, about 20% uh, and creating careers. So would I be right to say that, you know, your, your main focus right now is to find some more staff members, maybe replace yourself in a few roles, or is it something else you're focusing on? It's exactly that. It's, it's looking for get, pulling myself away from the daily operations. Um, I coach very little. I coach probably about five to, to seven hours a, a week right now um, to get that down to even probably three coaching. Uh, I do enjoy coaching still, so I probably won't remove myself totally. Uh, I want to hire a GM to take over all the other little tasks that I've been accumulating and that I know needs to be done in a G- by a GM now. And then I want to actually help other business, you know, if people want to open up other gyms elsewhere to get other gyms opened, I have a possibility of opening one up in Panama city, which is quite a distance away, but I think it might work out really well. If the person I'm going to have a meeting with, uh, wants to do the work. Okay. So it's going to be fun. So you work with Russell Francis. He's your mentor, correct? Yes, sir. So, Talk to me about how mentorship has changed for you after you, like when you were in ramp up versus now when you're, you've graduated from that program, what's the difference or is there any difference between them? Uh, the biggest difference now is like, I probably didn't use my mentor as much as possible. I'm very hard headed and I like to figure out things on my own. And it took me a while, probably about six months before I actually started emailing Russell and, with problems instead of trying to, you know, figure it all out by myself. You know, here I have this mentor who gives me great advice, but I'm going to try to figure, you know, waste time figuring out myself. That was something that uh, I, I had to get better at doing. But once I got better at doing that, I would, you know, put really specific questions. Hey, I'm having this issue. Um, you know, what have you seen this before? What are some other options do you think? I mean, even looking at it, even having somebody just look at it with a different set of eyes. You know, he might say, Yeah, you're on the right track, or no, you're totally off track. I would suggest going this route for you, the goals that you have. So that's the huge, the biggest thing is having somebody that can look at it from a different set of standpoints, uh, st- different set of eyes and give you the direction that you need to go, or at least work with you on a direction that is correct. Do you find, you mentioned a little bit of this earlier, but do you find that your mentor helps you focus on you know, certain ideas as opposed to every great idea you come up with? Does that, oh, is that exactly. part of it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, part of a mentor should be to throttle you back a little bit too. Hey, man, I know you're really excited about this, but we still got these other issues that we need to be able to take care of and focus. 
How about, and, and that's so important because as entrepreneurs, we come up with lots of great ideas, but not everyone's a home run and you need someone who can give you that perspective. Let me ask you this. How about accountability? What does a mentor do for someone, you know, who like some of our clients don't necessarily need accountability in the sense that like they're very motivated and they'll crush things. Other clients really appreciate it, but a mentor is there to provide the level of accountability you need. What did you need? And how does that, how does that keep you moving forward? Uh, what I needed is to have somebody I can throw stuff against and like have that re the re um, response like, Hey, I have these ideas because I wasn't the type of person that I needed to check in with. It definitely helps. Um, but I was always, I, I, like you said, I I'd go 10 different directions and I'm like, I'm not accomplishing anything. Where do I need my focus to be? So mentor for me is really narrowing the focus on these are the areas that I should be working on. Not that the other things aren't important. They're just not as important right now. Um, that was the most value for me uh, since I didn't really need that. Okay. Did you do this last week? You know, I, I, it didn't, that didn't work. Or I didn't need that to the degree that I think some people uh, needed it. So I think really laser focus is what I needed. And that's what Russell provided for me. Nice. Cause I know that there are other people out there who not some like they need someone to check in and say, did you do this? And you know, we're not going further till you do this thing. And that works for them, right? Because some yes. people really, that's the kind of the coach equivalent of like, did you show up to class today? There is that level of accountability, but then there's also, you know, I almost use the baseball diamond analogy with kind of the way Russell's working with you, where you can hit the ball anywhere in here, but we're going to put these foul lines up and we're going to say that stuff is out of bounds because we're not focusing on it right now. But if you want to swing anywhere in here, we've decided that's the right plan, you know? So it's a really cool tailoring system. So that, and it's, it's, again, it's so much like fitness coaching, right? Where you're tailoring your programs so your clients get results. True Brain is doing the same thing. Last thing I'll ask you, someone's out there listening right now and is just kind of on the fence about True Brain Ramp Up. What would you say to that person? Don't hesitate. Just do it. You won't regret it. It's it's by and far the best thing you can do for your business. I know there's other systems out there and people, uh, you know, I get inundated with them. I seriously, seriously doubt that there's anything better to help your business than what two brain has to offer the amount of information the amount of mentorship the amount of just accumulated knowledge is just beyond what you're going to find anywhere else so just you know make the commitment just like you did when you first stepped into the gym that first time and i, I guarantee you'll have the results if you put in the work what do you think roi will they make their money back oh <laughs> um let me put it this way my roi if you actually went straight up roi my roi is well over um, let's see, I, I, well, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars extra this year. So <laughs> yeah, figure out the, the total cost. So I'm going to make 10 times what I invested. So I say that's a pretty good uh, ROI in one year. Again, tell me if, if you find a stock that's going to give me a 10 times ROI, you uh, send me an email after the show. I appreciate exactly. that. <laughs> Billy, thank you so much for sharing it. I, I hope, I hope to talk to you in about a year and see where you're at because it kind of looks like you're on a pretty cool trajectory. And uh, will you come back and talk to us again? I'll definitely love to anytime. Thank you so much and all the best and uh, go Boston College. <laughs> Thanks, sir. <laughs> I'm Mike Workenden. That was Billy Gorham on Two Brain Radio. If you want to learn more about how our ramp up program can help you, book a call with a certified mentor via the link in the show notes. Do it today. And now, Open the Facebook app and join the Gym Owners United group. You can literally ask your gym business questions in there and get answers from other gym owners, certified True Brain mentors, and True Brain founder, Chris Cooper himself. It's the only public forum where Coop offers his insight. That's Gym Owners United on Facebook. Join it today.